from the heart of New York City. He is the human suplex machine. This is the Taz Show. Yeah, yeah. Talking wrestling, sports, and beyond. It's the Black Tower Maniac coming out of Brooklyn, the one-man crime spree. He gonna leave you shook. Try to beat him if you can and survive if he lets you. Human suplex and he coming for you too. Better watch out. The guy your mother warned you about. And he's got one question. I'll inform you about like You're not afraid of a little competition, are you? Award-winning host and former world heavyweight champion, Taz. Yeah, we on yet? All right. Oh, welcome to the show. Thursday edition. Thursday edition of the Tasha. Oh, it's going to be a good two hours. It's going to be a good two hours for several reasons. We have a special guest via the Skype machine. We're going to do a little Facebook Live later. We're going to do some of that. We're going to talk a little bit about the, uh, about the NXT last night. We're going to talk about that. There's some good stuff in there to talk about. Maybe a couple things that weren't good. We got the phones. They're obviously working. We had that two days where they weren't working. Still trying to figure out what that, that was about. Two of the best shows ever. <laughs> a lot of people liked it without the calls, but hey, what are you going to do? Attention hotline fans. So look, if you want to call the show, you can do that. 866-475. That's a 2948. 866-475-2948. Smooth cadence right there. <laughs> yes, Cap. You know, always change the cadence up. Oh, remember old school, Captain. Remember these? Because you're going to quit soon, so I want to give you a little memory for you. Ready? 866 Yes. Oh, yes. Meanwhile, Robbie the Viking's sitting there like, what is going on? What did I miss? Oh, it's an inside joke. Um, well, you could tell him. It was code for Taz being in a good mood. No one cares. It's kind of true. <laughs> so, uh, like, when I would do that, that would mean yes. Oh, by the way, before I go on with the show here, and I know people are calling the show already, uh, I'd like to uh, uh, say hello to uh, Robbie the Viking. Robbie, how are you, buddy? I'm good. How about you, Tess? Good. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you got the uh, uh, little gimmick we put on the deal. Put a little gimmick on the uh, Twitter yesterday. Right. Did you see about the presidential gimmick? I did, actually. I, yo, Cap, we got to check that out because I, I put up, a, I personally put this up. I didn't have one of my minions do it. And then I'd need access to your account to check it. No, Unless it already closed. No, 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 you don't need access. Why do you need access to my account? To see the results. Oh, so you're saying you want my password. Yes. Oh, that's easy. Mike Daruki 3. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> that's very simple. That's my password. Meanwhile, people are like, oh, God, I got his password. <laughs> No, anyway, uh, yeah, no. I guess I got to tell you the results. Or you can I thought you could see the results. Oh, it's oh, if, if it's oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I guess oh, it's them. good. The captain, look at this. The captain's not even looking at my Twitter account no more. There was days when this guy would live on my Twitter, and now he don't even look at it anymore. I That's just nice. walked about two and a half miles here. So. Oh, yeah. The captain had travel walls. Ro- yeah, travel woes. I got an email in in transit, and it's I don't know whatever it was, five forty a.m., and it was from the captain. And uh, I, I'm, I, it was a text, a group text, as they call it, the kids. And it Sorry was. Sorry for the profanity. You were pissed. And uh, was it, video Brian was on it myself. Uh, Robert Viking, uh, no, you were not on it. Sorry, uh, no. Yeah, yeah, you were. Just, you're not part of the show yet. We don't know what's going to happen to you yet. Actually, uh, the review yesterday on you from my team behind the scenes is they don't like you. But I digress. So, um, so anyway, yeah, the captain sends out this gimmick. And it's like, all right, I got problems. The train, I'm supposed to be on 23rd Street. They said there's debris. I got to leave. I got to walk. I'm running a little late. I'm like, oh, here we go. The captain's running late. All the months, almost a year that this guy's been on the show, Robbie, the captain. This never happens. (laughs) 
Never. It happened <laughs> once. It actually happened once. Yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but no, I don't remember that. Okay, so once it happens. Now, coincidentally, <laughs> the guy, as you know, I don't know if you heard, Robbie, he's quitting the show. He's leaving. No. Yeah, I, no, I, he is. He's quitting. I didn't know that hit the wire yet. He's quitting. Yeah, he's quitting. Hit the wire. Video yeah, Brian so. the other day was like, you look like you can't wait to get out of here. And I'm like, what gave it away? My letter of resignation? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's happy on the Taz show. Yeah, they're quitting like crazy. Dropping like flies, Rob. So, uh, yeah, I get this thing. I'm like... The captain's running late. So the first thing I think about is, well, you turn, I'm going home, right? So, <laughs> you know what I mean, Mr. Work Ethic. No, so I'm like, oh, wow, look at this. I see what's going on, Conspiracy Theory Jones. The captain getting ready to just, he's going to quit. Uh, mailing in Jones. I could picture him sending that text from his palatial bedroom. You know, he's got, he's like these a-holes. He's he's got his feety pajamas on. He's sitting there, you know, farting in bed, eating a burrito. It's like five in the morning. He's like, yeah, I'll just tell him the D train, hit the F train on the 23rd street. Right below you to the bowling alley. That's right. That's right. Robbie doesn't understand that the captain lives above a bowling alley. No, no, below one, above a deli. Oh, you moved. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so uh, this happens. Robbie's like, what? (laughs) Why? Why?" What am I getting myself into? (laughs) Well, the captain made it in. He made it through the rain. What exactly happened, dude? The train stopped uh, about 28 blocks from here. No, that's According not bad. to uh, that's kind of close. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, the so it re- stopped in basically Connecticut, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. The the excuse I heard from the uh, PA was track debris. Oh no, what that means that means a raccoon got hit, probably. Yeah, or maybe a large bison, or maybe someone threw a bag of garbage on the tracks as the train's coming in. <laughs> or maybe Robbie was taking a nap on the train tracks. <laughs> that could be. I mean, that could be. Yeah, right. Well, the Vikings haven't lost yet, so I'll, you won't find me anywhere near there. Oh. Vikings. Uh, the Vikings are phenomenal. And for those that don't know, the Big Robbie is a huge Viking fan. Yes, our friend here from the University of Minnesota. And I have some news about the University of Minnesota in a little bit, by the way. Uh, I got to get rolling with the show here, guys. I don't have you time. You want to talk about the poll? Oh, yes. <laughs> listen, listen. Listen. <laughs> We're so, about as off track as his train. <laughs> do, you, do, you have, do, you, do you have the results? Or do I, need to I see it here. Uh, uh, there's 10 hours left. Robbie's winning by like a landslide. So the, the gimmick is, who do you want to be, who do you want to be the next president of the United States? The, it's the Clinton, it's the Trump, and it's the Robbie the Viking. So Robbie's winning. I, Are it, you going to start calling him Robbie Jones? Uh, he didn't get the job, sir. I mean, so, oh, and, oh, and, and the rumor oh, okay. is he's not getting it. I'm just letting you know. It's like I mean, being knighted then. Yes. We got to be, wait. Between me and you, Captain, there's rumors looking, that he's not looking getting Looking grim, it. huh? Don't tell Robbie, though. Okay. So um, just don't I'm, let him know. I'm, I'm looking to make America great again and make the Taz show great again. <laughs> You Look certainly aren't low energy over there. I got, no. crook, I got crooked uh, Tom the Pirate. <laughs> <laughs> crooked Hillary. All right, let me stop. I don't want to get into the whole political thing. <laughs> no, because I, I told you, I got people that are pissed off because CBS has ads on my show for Trump. I, I don't control this. I don't. It, that doesn't have something to do with my political views. No, nothing. I mean, really. I, I really would rather, I want to vote for you, Robbie. If we can get you and somebody else. I don't know. i got to figure out another guy. Uh, maybe Handsome Johnny. I don't know. I think that'd be good. As long as Tom can uh, attend the inauguration after he leaves, we'll be fine. Tom, listen, listen. Let me tell you something about the captain, Tom, here. You will never, ever see this guy again. He will never contact the show. No, you, dude, you have no idea. This guy, when he's gone. He's going to disappear? Bro, he's going to be fooled. He can't wait to get out of here. He will have a jet engine the size of a 757 on his ass, <laughs> and he will just be like, 
room, and he's gonna go straight forge ahead. I hope he doesn't hit nothing. But he's, uh, I'm just telling you, he will go right at it. Gone, dude. Gone, like a rocket. Just remember, my last show as I'm walking out, I'm gonna be like, Robbie, make sure to hit stop on the uh, program. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'll tell yours. you, he's gonna be like Rocket Launcher Jones. He's gonna be gone, <laughs> just gone. You're never gonna see him again, poof, ever. He's gonna do the typical thing when he leaves. Oh, uh, he's going to hug Handsome Johnny and the video Brian. Oh, I love you guys. I'm going to miss you. I'll, I'll talk, call you next week. Well, text. Yeah, call me. This thing, right? Keep in touch. Yeah, keep in touch. <laughs> that we're, group text you were talking about. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, that, when that man is gone off the show, he will never, ever contact anyone on the show. I'd bet the farm on it. I own a couple of farms. I would bet one of them <laughs> on this. That I'm telling you. I'm telling you that right now. This guy will be gone. I notice. I've seen this in business. This is the type of guy. No offense, Cap. This is the type of guy. You know what I mean? I just I don't mean this in a bad way, bro. I'm just saying. He just because you're going to be busy. That's why you don't have time. You know. I don't yes. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh man. Yes. What a judge of character. Oh. Yes. Oh my God! It never ends. All right. Look, we uh, there's a lot of things to go over in the show. Uh, I want to sp- point out that we have a very special guest on the show. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I talked about it. I tweeted it, but I teased yesterday on the show. And for those that don't look at the Twitter, um, I praise you. But if you have looked at the Twitter, you know the guest will be from Evolve Wrestling on this particular show, Matt Riddle. Yes, Matt Riddle. Uh, a tremendous wrestler. Uh, this guy spent you know, six years in UFC. Mixing it up, chopping up, you know, in the uh, in the octagon gimmick in the cage, Schnabitz, and uh, you know he's he's the real deal. He's doing big things in pro wrestling with Evolve, especially. So uh, I'm really looking forward to having um, you know him on the show today via Skype. Matt Riddle, he and I have never met. We spoke a little bit just on uh, you know like in a text message and stuff like that. Evolve has uh, a couple of huge shows coming up this weekend. Okay, so uh, Saturday, uh, is it's actually Evolve 70, and that's going to be in Orlando. And then uh, on Sunday, they're going to be in Ebor City for Evolve 71, which is uh, right in the Tampa. I think it is Tampa, Evolve City. E- Ebor City, I should say. Ebor City. And that's right. That's a, actually, actually a very hot town. I've been there. I've wrestled in Tampa a lot and been to Ebor City. And uh, one of my friends, a guy who used to wrestle uh, you know, a little bit for WCW, he uh, owned a really cool sushi, uh, Japanese sushi bar. I'm going to get some sushi uh, right there in Ebor City. And a lot of the boys used to go. I actually, oh, I actually almost got into a fist fight with, um, what was that crazy? Mongo McMichael. What was his first? Steve McMichael. You get into a fist fight? No, no. <laughs> I did. I, it, it was in Ebor City at, uh, at a restaurant. A bunch of ECW guys were there. And this is an ECW heyday. And we, we were upstairs. They had like a, a, a kayfabe room for us upstairs. Where so you know because we were pretty hot in the area that time, so we had our privacy. We eating sushi, hanging out there, you know, drinking beers, whatever. And then they brought upstairs who was working for WCW at the time, Mongo McMichael from the Chicago Bears, the great defensive lineman. He played for University of Texas. That might be right. So uh, he was a stud though, great player. And he was up there with with a band. I can't remember who this band was. Something like I don't know. Rotten Cock Jones and the, and the, the Bokies. I don't know, something oh, those like guys. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legends. Something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Mongo went to the University of Texas, correct? The Longhorns. Yes. So, yeah, he had some bands with him, some bam. Those guys were a little bit inebriated, if that is the word. And um, everybody was a little bit toked, not toked up, a little bit messed up, I should say. That's <laughs> if you want to get really, you know, SAT vocabulary type. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and next thing I know, uh, this Mongo, who I was a fan of when he was a football player, 
he starts kind of cutting a little bit of like calm promos, but promos on ECW guys. So some of our guys are getting a little upset with him, including yours truly. And um, and I went up to him. I said, "Bro, I don't like your chances here. You, you, you know, we're here. We're in this room. They gave us this room, and you're hanging out. You came up here to meet some of us, and you know, he was a little. He, I think he had a little couple drinks, you know. And he's like, "Well, what are you gonna do, little man?" I'm like, "Oh, little man. Okay. All right. Well, you know, he was a Super Bowl champ, wasn't he?" Yeah, 85 Bears. Yeah. Well, we almost got into it, and then there was a little bit of a pull-apart Jones, but it was okay. Then, then we laughed about shook hands later, and then when he turned his back, I punched him in the back of the head. Uh, yeah. No, I'm joking. I did not. So I hey, you know Taz, by the I, way? I did not do that. But, but yeah, no. But no, there was a little bit of a, a disagreement with him, but it was okay. A little misunderstanding, and it was just a bunch of wrestlers, and he, you know, a bunch of guys that are, you know, uh, high-octane, Machismo-filled guys. Not me. I wasn't like that. I was you know, not, not me. That's not my style. But anyway, Evolve. Uh, but I like the Mongo. I like the Mongo. He was, he was a great player. And he did a pretty good job in the wrestling business. So uh, Evolve 70 and 71 uh, will be in Florida. So you guys should check that out. And the uh, the Orlando show, Captain, that's at the, where is that? Is that Oprah? No, where is that at? Dr. Smith Neighborhood Center is what uh, okay, cool. is hosted. So, yeah, and people can go to... Uh, to Evolve's website, which is wwnlive.com. Thank you, sir. So, and uh, you can check it out there and get tickets or whatever. Go, go support Evolve Wrestling. They do a great job. These guys have been doing a lot of business with WWE. And for those guys, people out there that are fans of a lot of these wrestlers you've seen lately in the cruiserweights with WWE, uh, you know, from guys uh, like TJ Perkins to Drew uh, Gulak and. Nice, all these guys. These these are evolved wrestlers. Uh, evolved wrestlers. So, you know, Gulak will be uh, taking part in Evolve seventy one on Sunday. Yes. Well, I'm looking at the card here, but it, this is uh, it's kind of mixed up. City Jones. I got. I see seventy one. I don't see seventy, but I'm a little confused on this. I don't know what happened. But there's a special challenge, Matt. No, I'm the wrong one. I'm looking at my bed. What about what you give me here, Captain? <laughs> I give you two pages. You're looking at one oh, of them. Sh- <laughs> Take two. Um, <laughs> and I love how you let me just sit there and drown. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> I love how he just sat there and didn't say, hey, homeboy, there's two pages. He waited for me to go on and off like five minutes. It's good radio. And I just, yo, it's good radio for you. <laughs> Makes me look like a schmuck. All right, Evolve 70, uh, October 15th, uh, will be at the Dr. Smith Neighborhood Center on 1723 Burton Boulevard in Orlando. Tickets are on sale now. Uh, you could uh, go to dgusa.tv, Dragon Gate, that is, dgusa.tv, uh, or call 267-638-6583, and you should support uh, Evolve, because like I said, they're going to be in Orlando on Saturday uh, for Evolve 70, going to be in the Tampa area at Ybor City uh, for Evolve 71. Uh, a lot of tremendous talent will be on this thing here. Drew Galloway will be in attendance. Uh, who else we got? Tim Tim uh, Tim Thatcher will be there. A Zach lot of Sabar Jr. will Zach, be there. Zach, Zach Sabar Jr. Thank you very much. Obviously Matt Riddle, my guest today, will be in uh, main event number three. They got three main events going. So it'll be Matt Riddle uh, versus Drew Galloway's a mystery opponent. So that should be interesting. Uh, also, who else is going to be there? Ethan Page. Uh, I said uh, Drew Gull. I don't know if I said Drew Gulak, but he'll be there. Tracy Williams. So they got a lot of tremendous talent that'll be on uh, both cards. Sammy Callahan, I believe, will be on the Tampa show. Looks like I don't know if he's on the first show, but look, just support them. Support Evolve. 
and they um, they do a great job. It's great for pro wrestling, and it's the way wrestling should be done, in my opinion. They do some awesome stuff. If you like any of the cruiserweight stuff, you see some of the map-based wrestling, some high-flying, high spots. <laughs> you want to definitely uh, support Evolve. And I, you know who I am, guys. I believe in supporting the smaller uh, federations and territories. So that's the grassroots of the business. So support them. I know the phones are flaring like a pack of hemorrhoids. I'll get to it. Okay, just relax. I'll get there. Calm down. Uh, there are some sporting news I need to go over. You know, I don't need to usually talk about this, but there was really not much going on last night except the hockey. Okay? So, but the thing in the hockey I want to talk about is this kid. I don't have his name right now. Austin Matthews, the Toronto have, Maple Leafs. As I said, his name is Austin Matthews from the Maple Leafs. The starting center, I believe. This kid scored four goals, dude. He's 19 years old. Rookie Jones. 19 years old. He's going against grown-ass men. He was making them look silly also. I watched a little bit of the highlights. Dude, I didn't see it. How good is this kid? He's uh, He was the number one pick for the Toronto Maple Leafs last year. Big the, kid. He's like 6'3". And he's like he's a big boy. He's from the uh, hockey hotbed that is Phoenix, Arizona. Really? From Phoenix? It's too damn hot to have ice! Just goes to show you what I've always said. If you're good on roller skates, you'll be damn good on ice. Yes. So those kids that live in those warm climates, they're roller skating. Single roll Jones. What do you call that? The, the rollerblades? Yeah, the rollerblading. That's what he's doing. That's how he became so good. I'm going to get on ice. It's no big deal. I should do that. Stop rollerblading throughout Manhattan. Put your hands with Johnny being <laughs> raw. raw. I, no, just, I can see him with the old school roller skates. Really? I see him with the inline. <laughs> being an expert on, on the rollerblades. I see him rolling around, like, wearing, like, I see him in the streets of Manhattan with a thong on and a tank top. <laughs> with a big blotch of hair in the middle of his chest with a gold chain on. Hey, baby, what's up? Hey, honey. Oh, I can see him just trying to get the wetsuit story he shared with us. <laughs> get any awkward picture with a bicycle shorts. What's he doing? Putting it all over the show. What is that? Bold shitty Jones. What is that? Robbie's going to have to go back and check that. <laughs> Robbie's like, no, thanks. I'm good. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> so, yeah, so the kid, um, what's his name again? Austin Williams? Austin Matthews. Matt Matthews. Austin Williams. That was close. Austin Aries. Austin, Austin Aries. Yes. See, that's always wrestling. Austin Matthews. That sounds like a fake name. That sounds like that's a gimmick name. Austin. There's another name, Cap. It's actually spelled A-U-S-T-O-N. No one cares. Listen, you're missing the point here, Robbie. You're getting comfortable. Comfy Jones, Robbie the Viking. Calm down. I will fire you on the spot, sir. You know how I am. I'm sorry. I get very nuts. There's problems with names in this in the sporting world. Some of these people with these names, these soft names, and I say it all the time. What happened to Sal? Where's Joe? Where's Mike? Where's Bob? Right? Where's Pat? No. It's Connor and Austin. Addison. Addison, which Tom (laughs) hates that name. Addison. Where are all these? Where are the man names? Go back. Go on YouTube. Look at George Collin, the legendary, late, great George Collin. He talks about that. And I'm not hacking him either. I'm just telling you because he does it a zillion times better than my thing. Where are the names? Austin Matthews. What a gimmick name, kid. Just on that name alone, he's not going to have success in the NHL. Will you stop? Four goals, his first game, starting for the to- Toronto Maple Leafs. They, they don't have a, a storied history or nothing, the Maple Leafs. Well, they haven't won a cup since the 60s. So. But uh, you're missing my point. Uh, you know t- t- <laughs> <laughs> And uh, they, they kind of lost the game yesterday, too, despite, yeah, <laughs> despite the four I goals. I got a problem with this guy, Captain. This, 
Bob, he's, he's bucking me over here. He's giving me pushback. No, no, that's... Yes, oh, yes! You're, you're misinterpreting. Don't you understand? You cannot have your own opinion on this show. It's my opinion. I'm not looking for... I'm look, I was adding on to your opinion. Oh. He just tore his hamstring backing up so quick. What the hell is going on? <laughs> hamstring Jones over here. No, no, it's okay. I'm teasing you, Robin. This is your last time you're going to be around here, by the way. I told security already to get rid of you. Well, that's fair. Anyway, so yeah, Austin Matthews is, uh, this kid's got a big, bright future. That, listen, I'm telling you, all kidding aside, that is extremely impressive. Not just the goals, but to play that well in a game with grown-ass men. Think about what I'm saying. So as sports fans, uh, and no disrespect to anyone who's never played sports, but you don't think about that, especially when you're in college, coming out of college, like... When you guys see a freshman in any sport, especially like football or something like this, something that's a f- physical thing. You know, not just physical, I shouldn't say it. Even baseball, which is not a sport as you guys know, it's an activity. That's baseball, yes. Look like Robert the Viking kind of believed, he agrees. I think so. That's my stance. Well, it's like golf. Golf's an activity, it's not a sport. Well, yes, I've actually lumped that into the baseball activity, yes. And I've, I went into this whole big diatribe about this. It's diatribe, guys. So, so... Thanks for correcting me, but <laughs> I was told not to correct you. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew you were wrong. Yes. So anyway, um, <laughs> so so <laughs> so what was I saying? I don't remember. You went on a diatribe about baseball being an activity. Oh yeah. So it's an activity, right? So uh, the thing is, when you're a, a, a high school athlete, you're the star, and now you're a football player, or a baseball player, a hockey player, a lacrosse player, a soccer player, whatever you are, boy or girl, don't matter. Now you go to college, you, you're, you're a big man on campus in high school. Obviously, now it's like Reset Jones. You know, now the biggest thing is if you see a freshman starting on a college sports team, that's very hard and very, very impressive because that kid is walking on campus, going in the weight room, doing whatever, and competing against his teammates for a starting job that probably are, you know, three, four years older than him. So someone could be 21 years old as you're 18. That's a, there's a big difference between a 21-year-old or a 22-year-old and an 18-year-old. That's a big difference. Now you're going to strap on a helmet and, you know, play some football or, or play baseball or soccer or whatever sport it is that, that you do, and you got to compete against these guys that are a lot older than you. That's hard to do. So for this kid to go right into the NHL, and those NHL dudes, those hockey players, they're some salty son of a bitches, those guys. And a lot of them will get drafted and spend like five or six years in uh, smaller leagues. Yeah, well, they're not, build up. Well, exactly. they're not big into academics, let's be honest. Let's yeah, I mean, they'll go overseas not. and play in Sweden for a year and come back and debut as a 20-year-old in the NHL, basically. Right. So they they're not worried yeah. about going to their, you know, whatever, their trigonometry class, that, you know, their senior year. I hate to stereotype all hockey players that they're not into academics, but I kind of just did. So you're saying they have 89 averages. Yes, they're like they're a little bit less than you can. <laughs> but no, no, all kidding aside, man, it's hard. It's hard to do what this kid did, like really hard. It's very impressive because he's competing against men. All these sports radio, all these guys, whoever covers hockey, oh, they're going to talk about Austin Matthews. This kid's amazing. What he did at 19, I'm like, yeah, but they're not going to explain why it's hard. I was listening to Boomer Carton on the way in because I support the guys. They go on an hour before me. And then, actually, this show's only 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., to be honest with you. It ends at 7 now. That's the new thing. 
So people have been saying because they tune into this show. Yes. No, I'm kidding. This show's like four or five hours long. But anyway, I listen to, to Boomer. You know, he's a big hockey supporter. And, you know, he's the only guy that you're going to hear that actually gets it. Because he said, you know, just like I was saying, because I, I know that because my son's going to live it when he goes on campus next year as an athlete. You know, you got to compete against older kids. It's hard. And Boomer was talking about that. You know, he understands it as a guy who played football at University of Maryland and was a great quarterback. You know, when you're a freshman walking on to campus, it's hard. I don't care if you're getting a full ride, quarter ride, whatever you're getting, no ride. If you're a walk-on, whatever it is, it's hard to get on the field. Nevertheless, on the pro ranks, in a sport like hockey, this kid, Austin Matthews, he's got to be pretty impressive. I'll tell you that right now. So there's your hockey stuff. Uh, so now you got the baseball. Nothing happened last night, but tonight you got the Dodgers and the Nats, the Washington Nationals. Game 5, it's 8 p.m. Eastern. Okay, winner's going to go on to face the Cubs. The Cubs are my team right now in this whole postseason. I'm rooting for the Cubs. Robbie DeVacu seems a little surprised, but I am. Why, why should I not, Robbie? No, no. They're America's team. Okay, can you have any less energy? I'm just curious. Well, I did. I have some heat in Chicago, so I'm not going to be too enthusiastic. Oh, there's heat in Chicago. Look at this. Okay. Do you want to share that at another time? No, well, we went over it last week about how I was just down on the Cubs and said the Mets were going to beat them. Oh, you did say that. Are you a little surprised that I don't remember that? No, I know you remembered it. You just chose to forget it. Oh, really? (laughs) Look at this guy. You're so confident that I care that much about you that I remember. You're that confident, right? Yeah. yeah. This might be two shot, Jones. Oh, you are that confident? No, actually, I'm not. Oh, you're, you're right, defense, Jones. Dude, I didn't remember, honestly. I've been blasted in my skull so many times. I don't remember anything that happens. I, I don't. I, I look. I can. I have your name written down here, Robbie, so I don't forget your name. No disrespect. I'm just saying. Your silence speaks volumes, my friend. Yes, the guy that he's gonna yap it up, but then when I'm talking to him, I got nothing. Robbie, where are you, buddy? He's crying now. One thing I've learned. You never come back at that. <laughs> Dude, it's okay, bro. It's okay. This is this is the show. I'm a douche. That's what people say. <laughs> but a, spe- a spell douche, please. Douche. I, I don't know how to, I could say it. <laughs> Cap, I'm not. Am I really honest, honest? Am I a douche? If you don't want people saying it, you should take it off your business card. <laughs> <laughs> Captain. Why is this? All right, guys. And then you know, I'll get, you know, obviously I'm busting balls. But you're, you're going to get, you know, there'll be people. You're so mean to your producers. That's why they all quit on you, Taz, because you suck and you're a douchebag. How long am I, How long would I last? No, they're going to love you. What I'm doing right now with you, this is what happened with the captain. And this is what happened with Seth. This is what happens. This happened with Kells, too. I mean, okay. That with Kells, too. <laughs> I mean, so. It's, so it's, this okay, is what, now I'm going to react to the sound effects. <laughs> this is what happens. This is what happens. This is what happens. You can't, you know, you got to understand. Like, I, I'm i bad cop, and then the producer becomes good cop. But my real fans, the real Taz Show supporters, right. they know who the baby face is. Of course. Oh, trust me. They know. They know. It's crying Brian, right? <laughs> Not enough of you guys. So, uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens today in the, the Dodgers uh, and the Nationals. <sighs> when is going to face the Cubs? This should be pretty good. I'm going to check this game out. Uh, so, and speaking of hockey, I should talk about this first. The Rangers have their open attack against the Islanders. The Brooklyn Islanders, as I like to call them. So, uh, I think that's good that the Rangers are going to play the Islanders. They're, it's going to be pretty badass, so that's pretty good. I'll try and check some of that out, too. So, college football, we got Navy, who had a huge upset last week. Huge over, hang on, I'm drawing a black, Houston. 
over Houston. A huge upset. Big time. And uh, Navy's playing East Carolina Pirates. Now! Wait, hold on. I, I digress. <laughs> the game has been proposed, uh, po- postponed already. Look at this. Due to flooding caused to Hurricane Matthew. I, I got excited for a minute, and then I didn't read it. Yeah, so the game's actually not happening, guys. But anyway. It's been if rescheduled. It, if it did happen. <laughs> this is good stuff. If it did happen, I'm going to tell you this about East Carolina. Ah. So we'll play a little Trivia Jones real quick. Okay, Captain, you might know the answer because I've said it before. You can't answer, but my audience will love this. So why not put Robbie the Viking on the spot? Who went to East Carolina University? Who went there? <laughs> Holy vague question, Jones. Can I give him a hint? No. <laughs> Dude, I, how broad of a question did I ask him? <laughs> Who went there? I don't know, about 10,000 people a year? No, no. <laughs> from the wrestling fame, from wrestling business fame. Who? A lot of good wrestlers from, Take from the state of North Carolina. Oh, really? Uh, I'll say Ric Flair. I'll say you're wrong. Um... Vince McMahon, yes. Vince McMahon was an East Carolina pirate. Yeah. He was a pirate, and I was a Mepham pirate, so there you go. And, 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 the, and the captain's the pirate, and you're a Viking. What the F is going on? All right, so uh, anyway, let's talk a little football here. So uh, you got the Denver Broncos. Oof, they're going to go against the San Diego Chargers tonight. So interesting thing with this, there really is nothing. So uh, this game, this game will be tonight at 8.25 p.m. Eastern. Okay, I don't really give a rat's ass about this AFC matchup one bit. I'm probably going to watch a little bit of the game. I got to check my fantasy guys. I got to move some guys around. I don't think I have anybody on my team from either of these teams. So I really don't give a rat's Johnson about these two teams. Okay, that's right there. Boom, there you go. Uh, the Redskins uh, wide receiver, the great Deshaun Jackson, was fined $6,000 for wearing cleats with a yellow caution tape painted on them. In week four against the Cleveland Browns, let these guys wear whatever they want as long as it's the, 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 the brand that they work under or whatever the NFL works under. If it's under armor, then let them wear under armor cleats. You want to put caution tape on it, too? put it. Want to put a Taz Show sticker on it, do it. Want to put a good a, idea. I mean, yeah, really. Do whatever you want. You can just do whatever the F you want. They're grown men. The NFL is worse than Vince. Damn. San Francisco 49ers are playing my Bills this weekend. And uh, the 49ers quarterback, Colin Kaepernick, basically uh, his deal has been restructured. There's a good chance he was going to get cut. He was benched. Wiping out the final four years and turning into a two-year contract. So that means he's going to get more money than condensing it. That's probably a good move by the 49ers to do that. And I think Kaepernick did the right thing by, by signing it. He signed this already? He did, right? Yeah. I think so. I'm not sure if there's more money involved, though. Yeah, the new deal uh, eliminates injury guarantees. Wow, interesting. That's funny. Uh, Kaepernick can void the deal after the season and become an unrestricted free agent. Well, we'll see how he does this weekend against a very tough Buffalo Bills defense. That's just going to be interesting. Speaking of uh, quarterbacks, the excellent, great Carolina Panther quarterback, Cam Newton, was limited in practice uh, for the Carolina Panthers yesterday. Newton is working through a concussion protocol, so... Uh, he better be careful with that. You know, that stuff is dangerous, so these guys got to watch themselves when it comes to concussion gimmick. So it's a rough deal uh, for sure. I got to go to break. I'm late to break. Uh, segue out of football. We'll talk a little bit UFC really fast. Uh, so Dana White claimed that Conor McGregor said McGregor would never fight in Los Angeles again. Be- Las Vegas. Uh, okay. <laughs> Dana White claimed that Conor McGregor said McGregor would never fight in Las Vegas. 
again after being fined earlier this week. What did I say, Los Angeles? Yeah. Lost, lost. They're only a couple hours apart. So, uh, so know, anytime I see McGregor's name and Dana White's name, I think it's a work. I can't help myself. I can't. Every time I see it. Every single time. Drives me crazy. All right, I got to go to break. <clears throat> Enough of that. I'll talk some wrestling stuff for the other side of the break, some news and wrestling, and also get into the NXT. And also, uh, later on in the show, I'm on a Facebook Live. We have our special guest from Evolve Wrestling. Matt Riddle will be here. Be right back. Tash Show. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Ah. Back, Taz Show, Thursday edition. Got Matt Riddle coming in a little while, coming up in a little while. Awesome grappler from UFC and obviously now segued into pro wrestling with Evolve Wrestling, who, as I said earlier, has two huge events in Florida this weekend. Make sure you check them out in Orlando and Ebor City. So we'll talk about that later on with Matt. Um, Going to talk a little bit about NXT in a little bit here. Some other wrestling news. I got to get to some of these phone calls. I apologize, guys. I know a lot of you guys have been on hold a long time. It's a very busy show, and I will get to every one of you. If you can hang on, I'll get to you guys shortly, actually. And I'll give my best effort in that. Uh, so, uh, you know what? I, I might as well uh, jump on the gimmick schnabits right now and grab a call or two for some of these nubbies, little jobbers that are out there right now because uh, I don't want anyone to get upset because, you know, that could happen. Hey, uh, Alex uh, from Staten Island, you're on the Taz Show. Alex. <clears throat> Alex, Alex. Hello? Okay. Alex. Alex. Chris. Hello? Bob. Mike. Alex. It's a Chris. Hello? Chris. Chris, right? Mike. Yes. John. Chris from Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> Billy from the Bronx. <laughs> Alex from Staten Island. Is it still you? This is Chris from Kansas. Chris from oh, Kansas, my God. Yeah. Chris from Kansas. Kansas. It's been a long time, pal. How you been? Is this your first time calling the show? No, third time. Third oh. time, long time. Oh, see how smooth that went, bro? Yeah. <laughs> that was like, I think I hit every name in the book. Uh, so how's everything going? You're on a dad show, Big Chris. <laughs> uh, good job, Johnny. Um... <laughs> Thank you. Yes, exactly. Uh, what's going on, big guy? I'm all nighter Jones. Um, just up studying for, you know, class. Oh yeah. What what subject? Is, I could probably help you out. What subject is it? Uh, U.S. politics. Uh, what else you got going on? What do you want to talk about? Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's uh, up, buddy? <laughs> oh, I got a fantasy football question, and I got a question about NXT. Well, if you got a fantasy football question, I'm obviously an expert, and I'm obviously an expert on the pro wrestling industry, so I, I can help you with everything except that politics thing. So yeah, what's up with your fantasy football? Go with that first. I'm not sure who's starting this weekend. Uh, Cam Newton and Andy Dalton. Cam Newton may come back, but he's still on that concussion protocol, so I'm not too sure who to start. My opinion, now those are your two quarterbacks, obviously, right? Right. I would go Andy Dalton, even though he looked like crap the other day. I would go Andy Dalton because I got a funny feeling that that Cam is not going to play, or if he get takes any kind of type of a hit, they're going to get him out of the game. So, and I don't see him running the ball much because he's coming off the concussion. Uh, he's, he throws the ball excellent. He makes all the throws, but I, you know, he also gets a lot of points for you guys running, right? So, with his legs, yeah. that's why, dude. I, my opinion, I, I like the boys here. What you guys, Cap? Would you go Andy Dalton from the Bengals, or he's got Dalton and he's got uh, uh, the Cam? I definitely go with Dalton because of the news about Newton. That's what I'm saying. What about you, Rob? Well, the Bengals play the Patriots this week, so mm-hmm. I would think that it would be a shootout since 
Brady went nuts last week. You would think that Dalton has to keep up. So you would think even though uh, they may be behind, he'll be throwing late in the game. I would think he's going to put up a bunch of points. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, Dalton, good point, good point, good point. So uh, there you have it, as usual, uh, expert fantasy football advice uh, for uh, my friend uh, Chris in Kansas. Okay, what's your NXT question, bro? Uh, so the Dusty Rose Classic, um, my pick of Ty Dillinger and Bobby Roode is obviously gone now. Yes, sir. Uh, so there's a team Aries, but we don't know who Aries partners is. Uh, do you have an, a, a guess on who it may be? Of Austin Aries? Uh, yes. No, I don't. I, I don't know who it would be because you know I don't I don't know if that happened yet with the spoilers. I, I wouldn't know because I don't do the spoiler thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but real quick, I want to just say one thing, Chris. Like because uh, as far as your opinion on. Uh, Rude and Ty Dillinger. You know, initially when I knew they were doing the, the tag team gimmick, I thought they would win. But I also, not to toot my own horn, said that I did think that that Rude would turn right on Ty Dillinger. I didn't think it would happen in the first match. He didn't turn. He turned on him without turning on him. He walked away from him. But I did think that would happen later on in the tournament. You know what I mean? But because I had a feeling, look, the way they're building up uh, Bobby Rude, it's not to be a tag team guy. And some people were a little confused, Chris. It's like, why would Bobby Roode say, I'm not a tag Do I look like a tag team guy? Meanwhile, whole success with beer money. He's being sarcastic. Right. That's, yeah, he's just being sarcastic. So, um, now to answer your question, bro, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's, it's hard to say who. Um, I'm looking at the list of guys here of teams. Where is, uh, where is Austin Aries? I don't see him. It's any- in the uh, second bracket in the first round. Team Aries. Hold on, Chris. Hang on a second, Chris. Hold on, hold on. All right. So I see this. I see. Dude, I don't see it. Am I looking at the wrong piece of paper again? What are we doing? <laughs> hey, Chris, 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 don't be funny. You will be banned, sir. Hold on, Chris. Okay, hold on. I got it. Yeah, no, I see it right here. Team Aries. Yeah, no, I know. I saw it. I was just testing the captain because he's quitting, you know, Chris. Uh, yeah. yeah, dude, I don't know, man. I don't know. It just says Team Aries. That's very vague. I, I don't know who it would be. Maybe, uh, nah, it's not going to be him. I don't know. I don't know. I was. It's going to be someone of his pick. It's hard to say because I don't know who they sign. I don't know what they're doing. I'm sure people treat me. It's going to be this guy, Bobby Daruki. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Chris. I don't know. But uh, I do appreciate you calling, buddy. And uh, sorry I couldn't answer your question. I don't have all the answers. I can answer his face football question, not his wrestling question. It's a guess. I can just make him a name. I don't know. Don Morocco? I mean, what? I mean, what? The magnificent? I mean, what am I going to say? Now I don't know who's on the phone because because Johnny's playing games again with the call screen and trying to rib me. (laughs) Typical games. Uh, uh Uh-oh. Hold on a minute. What do we got here? Hey, Mr. Arkansas, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Well, Taz, I want to talk about these choker Razorbacks, and then I want to talk about the captain. All right, the Razorbacks, yes. I know you're a big uh, Brett uh, Billman, the, the overweight coach, right? You love that guy. I can't stand that guy. I mean, he fires ass. I'm sick and tired of losing Alabama. The guy can't get the job done. I know. I know you're Razorbacks. And you guys, guys, you guys got a good squad this year, actually. You started off pretty good, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, it's been 10 years since I beat Alabama. I mean, come on, how many years are you going to get? You, you can't have a team only after 10 years. Yeah, I know. I know. I hear you, buddy. I got, I got to look at this Noah Howell on Twitter, Alabama Xbox, Bill bragging. What about Xbox? What? Well, Noah Howell. 
No, oh, the great Noah Howell. Yeah, he won. Oh, he won. Oh, that must have burned your ass. Yeah, he won yeah, the. I lost the bet. Oh, you lost the bet because he won the. Ass. Oh, you. I didn't hear you. You and Noah Howell had a bet because he's a Alabama fan. You're an Arkansas. Oh God, that must have really pissed you off. Yeah, now I got to put an Alabama logo on my Twitter. It sucks. <laughs> is that what? The, is that what you have to do? Really? Oh my God. Yeah, the loser had to put the other team's logo on there. <laughs> That's that's pretty smart. I mean, as far as a bet, that's pretty good. How long you got to keep it on there? I got to keep it on there. He said until Arkansas wins another game, so it better be soon. Oh my God! All right, what is it about the captain? You want to say goodbye to him? Is that what it is? Well, yeah, goodbye. All right, I just want to say, you know, captain, this guy gives you a job, puts you on there, gets you a gimmick, and now you're walking away. That's your priority, man. But you never did give a good explanation for why you're leaving. We went over it. Between the hours and, you know, financial stuff. All right, but you think it's more about money, right? Well, I, I would think if he has bills, yeah. right? Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm just saying. I, I don't control <clears throat> Arkansas how much these people make. You know, that's not, that's not my thing. If it was up to me, well, I, I'd pay them all <laughs> minimal wage, every one of them. <laughs> so, what's that, Arkansas? Well, that's your show, Taz. You're the king of it the, the right there, man. So, like, as far as I'm concerned, Captain, he played his role. He'll move on. You get a new guy. You get this Robbie guy. I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> yeah, Robbie's getting over big time. Oof. Oof. I don't know. Robbie's not loved. I can tell you that often. So people either like him, but there's some that like him and a lot hate him. Oof, it's bad. Yeah. I don't Oof. know much about him yet. Yeah, well, you don't want to. Trust me. Pig suey. Pig suey. Oh, <laughs> See, he's a smart oh, ass. Man. Come on, man. <laughs> that's, that's horrible right there. It's seriously, though. Arkansas, <laughs> man, I don't think you're going to hear this, but you need a fire, Bruma. <laughs> all right, dude. We'll talk to you soon, all right, bud? All right. You guys take care, New York guys. All right, New York guys. All right, Arkansas guy. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah. yeah just a Tad Show fan. Yeah, that, there you go. That's how it happens. He never really did like you much, Captain. I can live with that. I know. Well, I hate you, and that doesn't bother you. I'm on Jack up on Mountain Dew. So it don't matter to you. I know that. <laughs> So you know, that's, I think the Clintons are from Arkansas. Maybe next time he calls, we can ask him about oh the Clintons. God almighty. All right, AJ Andre. I think I'm saying your name wrong, sir. From Youngstown, Ohio. Andre, AJ, uh, you're on the Taz Show. What's with your name? What am I doing here, buddy? <laughs> What's going on, Taz? It's AJ Andre. People always get Why do you do uh, that? Why do you do that, AJ? <laughs> Is it either you're AJ or Andre? Why are you doing that to people? I, you know, it, I was born that way. I can't help it. But uh, your name, wait, your call. given name is AJ Andre. Yep, yep. Well, my my real first name's Aaron, but my parents have called me AJ since birth. And my last name. So I'm, I'm very proud of you. That's very nice. Uh, so what's going on? But <laughs> this is your first time calling. You said. Yeah, first time, long time. Ah, there it is, right in the nuts. So- all right, buddy. Sorry for the early early morning yeah, bag shot. Yeah. But, uh, I hear you, buddy. I hear you. I hear you. I, I wanted to call and put you over. Uh, was listening. I know I broke a cash show rule. I, I did listen to another podcast. I oh, my God. What the hell? <laughs> Damn it. Why would you do that? He just broke two rules. 
He did break two rules. He what was admitted the other one? that he was listening to a sh another show, and he implied that this is a podcast. Oh, <laughs> look at the cat. Oh. Oh. Captain. Oh, oh. Captain. Captain. <laughs> 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 I don't more. He's see the captain uh, don't play around, bro. He's pretty quick right there. Yeah, yeah. He's on his way out. <laughs> well, AJ, AJ, he's on his way out, and he's just trying to bury everybody along the way. He don't care. <laughs> Scorched earth. Put the, put the shovel away. Let's yeah, go. he's nasty, dude. I'm telling you. I'm uh, going to come at you like a spider monkey. <laughs> All right, so what's up, bro? What's going on? Yeah, I just wanted to put you over. I was listening to the uh, Stone Cold podcast. He had Bull James on. I know. I heard. And, I heard uh, he did. I heard he had him on there. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty, pretty interesting interview. Um, but he was really, Bull was putting you over, saying that you, you had a big part in training him. Yes. And saying that you, uh, you brought out his aggressiveness and mean streak in the ring, and then uh, Stone Cold put you over, and he gave you a lot of credit for that as well. That's not, so, well, I know uh, Matt kinda, Bourne, that's nice of both those guys, obviously. Matt Bourne was the guy who initially trained Bull Dreams, the, the great Matt Bourne. Yep. Some remember him as Doink the Clown, and Matt was a great worker, and he's no longer with us, unfortunately. But uh, And that's who initially trained, uh, you know, Bull. Yeah, they, they talked about him first uh, yeah. quite a bit, and yeah. then yeah. Uh, obviously gave you a lot of credit for the mean streak in him. But, uh, that's cool. So I want to let you know, I... I I really enjoy what you do every morning. I've got an hour going to work every day. And uh, I started listening probably about six months ago or so. And um, Thank you. I really appreciate what you guys do. Very entertaining. Well, I, listen, buddy, I appreciate you saying that. I appreciate being a new... Uh a new listener, call it in essence, and a viewer, whatever you're doing. I, I do appreciate it, buddy. Thanks so much, man. And and uh, keep supporting the show and tell your friends and family. Otherwise, I'll be out of a job. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right, but take care. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Take bye care. Bye-bye. There it goes, AJ Andre. AJ Andre the Giant. That's his new name. Will you stop? Should have called him that earlier. Nice guy, though. Seems like a nice guy. Have him call back so you could call him that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think the handsome can handle that. The handsome Johnny's in there. He's running the muck, just dancing around. He's clubbing it up, getting close to Friday. So the handsome, you know him. He's walking around. Hell, hell, grab ass city. I was talking earlier that Evolve Wrestling to be an Ebor city. Well, Johnny's got his own city. It's called Grab ass city. <laughs> I got my own city, Nub City. Well, the handsome, he's got grab ass city. He yells that out when he walks into the office, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Human resources is all over him all the time. Oh, he's out of control. <laughs> he's young. He showed up the other day. He was bombed. You smell him? He smelled like just great goose city. Oh, it's hard. that it was normal. Nah, he's just, he's, he's got to calm down. He's, he's out of control, the guy. You know, that's the way he is. All right, look, I got to talk a little bit about the, uh, I'll get some other people on hold. Sorry. NXT, so, uh, because we're going to have Matt Riddle on here soon on the Skype, and before you know it, so I'm not going to get a chance, really, to talk about NXT. That's why the show needs to be longer, so. Uh, NXT, as we heard a call say earlier, and it was uh, take two of the Dusty Rhodes tag team uh, classic, the tournament and all, and we saw, as we talked a little bit about it, about Bobby Roode, uh, you know, come out, Ty Dillinger come out. You know, Bobby Roode, let me tell you, first of all, uh, you know, his glorious entrance, that whole gimmick is just excellent, just a thing of excellence I'm so happy for Bobby. I've talked about this in the past. This is a guy who deserves any success he gets in the WWE. Um, he's a, a veteran, a guy who's worked his ass off a lot of years. He's put up a lot of BS in other companies he's worked for, namely TNA. He's dealt with some stuff there. Like, fine, you know, not just financial. A lot of us dealt with that there, but some rough times there. Not a knock on TNA. It was just a bad time for them, and Bobby was there. And, and this is a guy who had to deal with a lot of that. 
and really always came to work on time, in shape, ready to go, busted his ass, cut great promos. He's a guy who just, you know, I know for a fact Bobby's always wanted to feel like he's on that elite level because he is an elite level guy. And just seeing his entrance and the lighting effect it had on him and that music and the people responding to him and the way he reacted to his music with the robe and doing the whole thing, I was so happy for me. He looked like a megastar, and he deserves it. He deserves it. And, and, and this glorious thing, I'm going to ask him. I don't know who came up with it, but it's great. So uh, Ty Dillinger come out, does the 10 gimmick, and people love Ty Dillinger. They've been loving him for the longest time. Um, it seems like now they're finally starting to do something with, with him with him now with Rude. Uh, so they get into a tag team gimmick where there's a, a debut of Sanity. You know, so Sanity, I, I love the entrance. Just a spotlight on these people. It's darkened. Their faces are covered. Three dudes and a chick. Um, we thought the chick was a little guy and it was a girl. So that's what it was. It was, um, uh, and the two guys that wrestled, one was Alexander Wolf, and the other one was Sawyer Fulton. And then we see the, the gimmick come down at the end, and who is it but EY. Eric Young uh, is in charge of Sanity, which I think is great. Another guy I'm so happy for, and it's well-deserved, okay? Uh, and Rude and, 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 uh, Rude and uh, EY are best friends, I can tell you that. You know, back in the day with Team Canada and TNA and all that, and then just the, the, the Canadian Canuck buddies. They used to tease me because I was not a Canadian but they're my friends. Were they really polite teasing? They were bullying me. Yes. No, <laughs> Politely? No. Politely bullying. No, we're boys. You know, we're good friends. You think they know that Austin Matthews scored four goals? Oh, I guarantee you they know Austin <laughs> Matthews scored four goals. So so anyway, uh, no, the Sanity thing, look, I, I really, it's hard to be, kind of look a little original in today's world of wrestling and do stuff that's unique, but I really enjoyed their entrance. I enjoyed that. They, that what, I, what I spotted right away Optically, what you can look at is that all three, all four of them are with different sizes, which I thought was cool. It's kind of different. Like you're looking at one person shorter, one's taller, one's wider, one's narrow, one's got a different walk, the other, the other one. They, they were different than each other. While their faces were covered, the music was sick. It was badass. Um, I loved the whole thing. Okay, wasn't? I'm just gonna be blunt. Okay, I I, I don't mean this disrespectfully, but I'm just calling a spade a spade. I wasn't exactly crazy for two young wrestlers, Alexander Wolf and Sawyer Fulton, the shape their bodies were in. I, I'm not saying every guy's got to look like a bodybuilder out there because I don't think that should be like that. You do need guys that look like ballroom brawlers at times and guys that have thicker bodies. I agree. These guys look just like they got to tighten up a little bit, their bodies. And they, I think they will. They, they, you know, Once they start working more and really working a real schedule, they, they, things will change for their bodies. Um their work was really good, both Wolf and Fulton. I thought their work was really good. Uh, the, the thing that I, I was, and, you know, sometimes I get into this here, but the announcing for me just wasn't there. I mean, Tom Fultz was very, very quiet throughout this thing. It was almost like they would be fed things and they didn't know how to convey it. Um, there was really no shock and awe, surprise, or excitement once we saw Sanity Get in the ring, and it was like, oh, it's Alexander Wolf. Oh, it's Sawyer Fulton. Like, I, I, did I miss something, Captain? Are these guys like regulars on NXT? I mean, like, they've been on there before. I know Sawyer Fulton's definitely been there a bunch. I thought their but no one knew the announcers' reactions was a little. Uh, I thought it was all right. So both of them, or at least at least Corey Gray's. Like, I've seen Sawyer Fulton before, but I've never seen him like this. But it was 
But the way you just said it, I think it was better than the way that he said it. He was kind of flat. That's my point. For me, for my, I mean, I've done this. So the way I would have done it was a little different. I wouldn't have screamed and gone, oh, ballistic. Oh, my God, it's all your fault. Oh, my God, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, step aside. Here comes Alexander Wolf. No, I wouldn't have done that. But I'm just saying it was a little bit too flat. If you go back and watch it, there was no... Look, I didn't watch NXT last week. Okay, so here I am. I'm not a new viewer. I'm a regular viewer, but I'm watching, and I, you got to educate me a little bit. You got to, you get, you're the announcers. You, you got to say, you got to say more. If you listen, there's tons of dead air during this match. And there is. You, you, you gotta, uh, you gotta, especially when Bobby Roode leaves. He never gets in the ring, and now Ty Dillinger is up. You know, Bobby didn't even take his robe off. No, I know, but he's <laughs> up that creek without a paddle now, Ty Dillinger. The announcers never, in my opinion, never showed any, okay, desperate times. This kid, Ty Dillinger, is in deep, deep trouble. He, desperation mode here. Oh, my God. Now, in my view, Tom Phillips seems to be indignant and furious with what Bobby Roode's doing. How dare he? How would he? Why would you leave your partner high and dry? That is BS. You know, I mean, because sometimes Corey Graves is a heel. Sometimes he's a face. But, you know, you got to, the play-by-play guy, he's got to be a little bit more pissed off now at the heel. It puts heat on the heel. How dare he do that? How dare he leave like that? He can't do, you know, he didn't do that. You've got to sell. And again, I've talked about this before. Who the F is producing Tom Phillips? Because if it's you, Michael Cole, shame on you, buddy. Shame on you. Because you know a lot better than that. You really do. And you know what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> because really. That that's that, that you got to produce this guy better than that, or he needs to be smarter than that. You got to put heat on that heel when he leaves. And I, I'm very opinionated. I'm very blunt. And some people get mad at things I say. And if you get mad, then don't listen or watch my show. Don't go away. Don't effing listen or watch me. Oh, you think you're a tough guy? Yes, I'm pretty tough. I am. I I think I am. I I really am. I know Rob Van Dam could beat me up. I know. I know. Rob Van Dam could beat me up. I know you the story. You shouldn't have made that belt silver. I shouldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> the first mistake I made. No, look. I'm quasi-kidding. The play-by-play guy needs to be angry when the heel leaves his partner high and dry like that. Can't do that. You got to put that over. It helps Ty Dillinger. It helps Bobby Roode. And it helps Sanity. You got, especially with a new team. Listen, I've made mistakes on debuts as an announcer. I told you guys the story that a long time listeners, you know the story about Mordecai when Kevin Thorne made his debut. Me and me and Michael Cole on SmackDown. We you know, we did not do our homework properly and we did not get him over the right way on his debut, and we got our ass reamed by Vince. And rightfully so. We were wrong. But I've heard Tom Phillips make this mistake and Corey Graves a lot. Is there any accountability? Is anybody getting on these guys? Really? Come on. I, I don't. I want to. I don't want to be mean. I, you know, I try not to. You know, Captain, you know how I am. I, I don't want to. You know, that's not my style. I just. I want to love everything. I want to laugh and, and have a good time. I, <laughs> I'm just trying to have fun. But when I see that, I get angry. It's a missed opportunity to get not one, not two, but three characters or, or acts over. Acting. Acts. A-C-T. Act. 
is it the end of the world for, for these? No. But it's an opportunity to put heat on root. It's an opportunity to put babyface shine on Ty Dillinger. It's an opportunity to put heel heat on a brand new debuting unit called Sanity. And they, that story was not told. How dare Bobby Roode? Shame on you, Bobby Roode. Just imagine Jim Ross, what he would have said. He would have went nuts. Now, I understand. Well, Jim Ross had a lot of years and comfortability. True. All right, go this route. How about Joey Styles in the original ECW? He would have went nuts on a heel on a microphone for that. you you got to have an opinion. And there's a fine line for a guy like Phillips. And, and in defense to Phillips, I know we're late to break here. In defense to Phillips, they treat him like a jabroni on, on the, what is he on, Raw or SmackDown? Both? What is yeah, I've seen him on Raw. And he's backstage, and he's treated like a jabroni. And he's he's stiff city Jones. Hi, Tom Phillips. I have Randy Orton. Hi, Randy. What do you think of your match tonight? So he's Mr. Microphone, stiff city Jones, and they don't let him have any personality as a backstage interview, and they want him to do CNN style. But yet they want him in NXT, and then he's trying to have his own personality where he's swami and sarcastic. So it's a disconnect of who he is. That's not Tom Phillips' fault. That's not his fault. He's just in a bad spot with that. He really is. But I'll tell you this. He's got to do a better job of putting heat on a heel like a Bobby Roode when he walks away like that. That's big. I'm going to break. Other side of break, I'll get more into NXT, and we'll take some phone calls too. And as I said, later on, Facebook Live, and we'll also have uh, Matt Riddle via Skype on a show from Evolve Wrestling. We'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right. Yeah. Alright, one hour down, another hour to go here Taz Show Thursday edition Get the sounds of Bazanji That's Bazanji right there Oh yeah, you can get his music Check him out on SoundCloud Just Search Bazanji B-A-N-Zanji He's got a Z and a J in it, spell it B-A-Z-A-N-J-I There you go, that's my man He does the For those that are new to the show He does the opening music for the Taz Show And the close and uh, a lot of times during the show, we'll play his music in that it breaks. So that's Bazanji. We support a big time. He's a young guy, 21 years old. Just graduated from the University of North Carolina. He was a Tar Heel. He's going to go to he's going to dental school now, I believe. He's going to fix teeth and hip-hop rap gimmick Jones at the same time. Dentist Jones. Maybe create some grills. Novocaine Jones. That's a good one. <laughs> Novocaine Jones. That's actually a good one. Yeah, actually, Bazanji texted me yesterday, and we're, we're, he's going to be in New York soon for a few days. And unfortunately, when we're not here, when the show's not here, it's going to be on the weekend doing something. So, trying to get his ass on the show. So, this is how you announce a special. <laughs> well, I'm announcing that I'm not going to have him on. I want to have him on. But I want him on in, in studio, and he wants to come in studio, and we just, you know, he doesn't live up here. And a few times he's been up here since I'm doing the show we, our dates don't work I could have him on the phone I could have him on the Skype and do all that but I'd like to have him here in know? studio performance well, I'm gonna have him rap bro yeah. and we're making we're gonna make sure that the captain you're gone once you're gone I'm gonna have, actually have him do a rap about you how much like you suck you know <laughs> you want the one guy in this room with live sound experience not here <laughs> 
Exactly. <laughs> that would work perfect. All right, we're cool. So I got to continue to talk about the NXT. And um, and I said we got a guest coming up a little while. We got Matt Riddle from Evolve Wrestling. He will be on the show here uh, shortly. So let me grab another phone call and then continue talking about uh, the NXT. Oh, we got here Joseph from Connecticut. You're on the Taz Show. Hey, what's up, Taz? How you doing? Good, but I know a Joseph in Connecticut. But you don't sound like him. What's going on, bud? I'm good. I'm good. Um, well, first, uh, I want to say uh, Raw, the, the night after uh, Hell in a Cell, on Halloween night, Raw is going to be um, in my town. Uh, so I'll be bringing a big Tash Show sign. Uh, it's going to be the first Raw since I started listening to you guys, so I have to bring a, a sign. Thank you, buddy. Is that going to be like in Bridgeport? What, what part of Connecticut is that going to be? Uh, Hartford. 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 Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah. Awesome. All right. Thank you ahead of time. And, you know, if you um, obviously tweet a photo from the arena and tag my account, I'll retweet it and stuff like that so people see well, it. You know? I, I- I, I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a Twitter. God I'm bless not. you. I envy you, sir. <laughs> I wish I didn't have one. Okay. Yeah. No, but I'll, I'll um, hopefully I'm on a lower level. I'm not sure how close, but hopefully uh, you'll be able to see it and uh, all goes well. But I just had a question. Um, all right, man. My uh, my favorite part about pro wrestling, the craft and the art of it, is the promo. I just like I think that's one of the most enjoyable, one of the most intriguing parts about the business. As well, a you know what? Wrestler. You know what? You must love Raw because you get a lot of them on there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that, Joseph. Go ahead. Right. I, I, I just wanted to know, uh, as a as a wrestler and a performer, what what was your favorite part? You know, if, like what 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 part of the the business did you get the most enjoyment out of? Oh, wow. That's a great question. I don't know if I've ever uh, been asked that. Uh, well, it definitely wasn't the travel um, because that became like really, it was tough. The traveling was not fun because it's you're, you're all over the place. That part, not to be negative, but that part wasn't the funnest. People think, oh, you get to travel. That's a lot of fun to the world. Yeah, that, that wears off after the first year when you're doing this, you know. After that, it's like it's a grind. It really is. Now, um, I would say the best thing for me uh, was after the match. Uh, during before the match was never fun because I put a lot of pressure on myself um, and I really had to get into character and really just zone in and so that part wasn't fun it was very stressful once I got in the ring that was all gone the stress was gone and I just did my thing but the best part was after the match sitting there uh, especially if it was a good match with my opponent uh, and us shaking hands and giving a hug, saying, yo, we, we knocked that out of the park, or we hit a strong triple or something like that, and we did a good job here. And and that feeling, uh, getting the people's reaction uh, after the match and talking about it with my opponent or the boss uh, was probably the best feeling for me. Yeah, that sounds, sounds good. Sounds yeah, good. Yeah, the after effect. During it, dude, like when you're in the match, Joe, like, you know, you don't, you don't have time to think of that. Like, you're not thinking about, and thank you for calling Joseph, by the way. You don't think about, wow, I'm at uh, whatever, Master Square Garden, or I'm at uh, the Gund Arena in Cleveland and it's packed, or I'm, I'm, you know, I'm here, you know, uh, at the Staples Center in Los Angeles and it's packed to the rafters, or I'm, I'm, I'm in a sumo palace in Tokyo, Osaka. No, you don't think that. You just wrestle, you do your job, and you have this for me the same intensity, the same style, the same athleticism, the same pacing that I would in the garden, that I would do at uh, Lady of Guadalupe Church Basement Show in front of 40 people in Brooklyn. You know, so that's, that's to me, it's like you got to wrestle the same no matter how many people are there. you got to cut the same type promo no matter how many people are there, if there's cameras, no cameras. And that's what true pros do. And and, and uh, you got to put, I believe, in putting pressure on yourself. Some guys are different. Some guys go into matches, they're cool, they're loose. 
They don't freak out. I didn't freak out. I would just get very, I was one of those guys that got riled up. Not screaming and cursing and ramming my head into a locker. Not that type of stuff. Like the captain does before a show. He does that. He's going crazy. I thought we were going to keep that a secret. <laughs> so, yeah, I I, uh, I used to keep a really built up rage in me and just really, and then it would come out when I walked through the curtain. You know, that's kind of what a combustible type gimmick. So, Anyway, but that was a long time ago. But that was a good question by uh, Joseph from Connecticut. It really was. So uh, back to uh, speaking about uh, NXT. And then there's some other wrestling news. Actually, let me talk about something that I noticed about... Um, and I didn't get a chance to go over a lot of wrestling news. Let me backtrack Jones for a second here. Here we go. About Brock Lesnar. That's what I wanted to talk about. That he'll be returning to Raw, okay, on October 24th. Okay, and he'll actually be returning in his... Uh, to Minneapolis. Uh, now, that's in Minnesota. Now, obviously, for those that don't know, Brock wrestled at the University of Minnesota, okay, the, 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 a great Big Ten program for a great coach that was there named Jay Robinson, who was a great coach. Shelton Benjamin also wrestled there. They've had a lot of great wrestlers come out of University of Minnesota. And, um, and it's a great wrestling program. And the Big Ten, I feel, is probably the top tier as far as collegiate wrestling, amateur wrestling, the Big Ten has always been. With programs like Penn State and Iowa, Iowa State, Ohio State, you know, Michigan State, Michigan, these these are great, great, great wrestling programs. So when you get a Big Ten wrestler, you know you're getting a guy that can straight up go. And Brock Kent. Anyway, my point is, he's obviously going to get a massive re- reaction. Now, some people, I think, think that Brock's hometown is Minneapolis. I don't think so. I think it's, I think he's from Ohio, Idaho, I believe. I I think so. Where is he from? Talk up. He's from South Dakota. Oh, South Same thing, bro. Iowa. I mean, Idaho and South Dakota is the same thing. There's no difference. Let's be honest. It's farms and snow. It's the same thing. Pretty much. And chewing tobacco. We're good. Now, you, the Robbie, I know you want to make this about you. You and Brock Lesnar have something in common. You both went to the University of Minnesota. Uh, that's right. Yeah, we did. Do you know Brock? Uh, no, but I've met him once, actually. Uh, my college roommate, his buddy is... Uh, Clear your throat, please, sir. God, dog it. You sneezed yesterday. Now you got <laughs> Flem Jones. You got I, Flem Jones. Come on. I've done. Um, I've done worse before. There, remember? Yeah, but he's got Flem <laughs> City here. Come on. No, Brock's uh, Brock's about four or five years older than me. But my uh, my college roommate, my freshman year, knew him, so I got to meet him uh, once. And uh, you know, we went out for drinks. And actually, on campus, I met uh, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig, who yeah. ended up ended up passing away. And I recognized him. Nobody else in the bar recognized him. Yeah. And um, we ended up having some drinks. So that was the coolest moment That's I, very I, cool. I had on campus. Yeah. I noticed the pattern of you with the drinking. I'm noticing. Actually, no, I don't drink uh, a lot at all. <laughs> so anyway, um, so okay. Yes, Slamming but it's but, but, and beyond. But to your point, it is a huge wrestling program. It's a big deal up there, and uh, they usually ranked in the top five in the. I'm, I'm laughing at something different. Yes, they they do. They're great, great program. So anyway, yeah, that's great. Okay, we got your whole collegiate background. That's awesome. Okay, good. Thanks for sharing. All right, so uh, that's awesome. That's really I, nice. No, seriously, thanks, bro. Yeah, sure. No, and Riddick Moss from NXT last night. He also okay. went to University. Yeah. Okay, listen, listen. Upcut Jones. I, I'll do the show. I know he went. He played football there. I know that he was a linebacker. I know the whole thing. Okay, yeah, listen. You need to learn whose show this is, sir. Captain, did he just not make massive error? You, <laughs> you know he made a massive error. Big I, error, big again, error. Again, I, I got to study those Taz show rules. What you need to do is stop talking, sir. That's what you need to do. <sighs> Damn, this is what happened. I get tense. This reminds me when you first started, Cap. 
These are the same problems. And that awkward silence. Is that awkward? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna Jones. kick your ass! Oh my God, Kitty Jones, he's leaving. He's got the new job lined up. The captain, he can't wait. He's got major money lined up too. Oh, Lord knows how much this guy. I'm all giddy make. because as we were starting the show and I was counting everything down, uh, video Brian and Handsome Johnny were feeding me Seinfeld line after Seinfeld line into my ear. Yeah, they're gonna miss you because they they don't really like Robbie. Yeah, okay, I won't tell Robbie. They don't, tell, they don't like him. They told me, don't, don't hire him. I don't have Why? the power of hiring. I don't want to hear it. Robbie, do you really want to work on his show? No. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! <laughs> He's honest. I love the guy already. He's honest. Right, look, enough. Enough. So here we go. All right, so uh, I, t I gave you guys my whole thing about, about sanity and about Bobby Roode and yada yada, and he announces. Uh, then we went into, we saw Billy Kay. I'm a big fan of Billy Kay. Uh, she's her presence, the way she talks, the way she looks, the way her entrance, that, that blue gimmick she wears, that robe thing. She's got a great presence. She looks like a big star. Uh, she wrestles Liv Morgan. Now, um, you know, Liv's a, a girl from New Jersey, young, exuberant wrestler, you know, younger girl, younger wrestler, I should say. The thing is, the finish, it was a good match, athletic and all, and the finish got a little rough. Um, Liv, uh, Morgan kind of showed her inexperience a little bit, in my opinion, um, that she looked to wear which side of the ring and the ropes that Peyton, uh, Peyton, how do you say, Peyton Royce? Peyton Royce. You yeah. say Peyton. Peyton Royce, who was seconding, who was valeting, in essence, uh, for Billy Kay. Uh, so... Liv kind of was looking to see which side of the ring that Royce was on so she could run towards that side so she can get tripped. Yeah, it looked a little, it kind of exposes the business. It was a little bit clunky, uh, the finish. It, it, you could see that the girl's young in, in her experience as a competitor and knowing her, her ring awareness and knowing how uh, to work in a, a gimmick finish. That's why it's tough um, with greener wrestlers, male or female, to get into any kind of a finish that involves outside interference because it could get clunky. And this did, in my view. Billy Kay won the match, and she should. I do think uh, Morgan has a big future. I think that the girl's talented and all that stuff. I do. Um, people seem to be into her style. And, and she definitely a good athlete and, and got a lot of a big time future, in my view. Definitely, without a doubt. There's no doubt about it. Uh, then we saw a, another Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic tournament uh, gimmick here with uh, TM61 against two debuts, right? It was two debuts of Sabatelli uh, and uh, Riddick Moss, right? They both debuted, yes. Yeah, I don't recall ever seeing them on NXT yeah. before. I, I'd seen some stuff in the past about Sabatelli on one of those, um, damn, I can't remember the name of the show, one of those documentary shows. That the uh, WWE does a lot. Oh, what was the name of that show that they was showing a lot of NXT? Was it Breaking Ground? Or? Yeah, it was. I think. Where I think he was trying. He had again like, got his bell rung or like a concussion or something, and he was frustrated because they wouldn't let him clear him medically. This was this was like over a year or so ago. So he's been training for quite some time now. Look, uh, both Riddick Moss and Sabatelli are both really good with a huge future. Um, the, the presence, the star power looking presence and from a facial and physique not just physique, but the facial and the attitude this this Sabatelli, he, he's, he's, he's got it, he's got it I mean the it factor but Riddick Moss from a timing, wrestling perspective uh, working as a heel working aggressive, they both worked aggressive they both got big time football backgrounds but 
Uh, I'm telling you right now, this Rick Moss, I think he might be a step ahead of Sabatelli from an in-ring ability. I'm splitting hairs here, okay? Uh, From looking like a superstar, Sabatelli's got that down. This guy's ripped. His physique's amazing. They both have great physiques. They both have great looks. And the announcers here did an excellent job on backstory on both guys' NFL and collegiate careers. Okay, did, did an excellent job. And as you heard, that, that the uh, spoiler alert over here, uh, Robbie the Viking, uh, let us all know that Rick Moss uh, played football at the University of Minnesota. Thank you. Thank you. Look, he seems like so, like, he's like, he's like, well, you know, at the, he's like, uh, you know, at the fan, they don't do this. At the fan. Stop! Okay, at the fan, they don't do this. The, the, the lead announcer doesn't abuse the producer. Yeah, you're right. They don't. You're right. Do, do you know why he chose Moss? Who's as- he? Who's he is correct. I know why. I'll tell you why. I don't even know why. I bet you it's because of Randy Moss, the wide receiver from the Vikings. Do you think you're dealing with a schmuck here, bro? Really? No, but that was very impressive. I'm going to be a quiet. Why did Moss choose Riddick? Because of Riddick Bow. That I don't know. I know. (laughs) Okay. I made it up. Uh, That's probably the reason. That part I don't know. But the Moss thing, yeah, it's it's obvious. Anything Viking now, you got to come in. Because it's Randy Moss, number 84, wide receiver Jones, right? I know. I know a little bit. You know more than a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They don't yell at the producers at the Fantas. No one cares. They don't. Actually, I got yelled at last night. But let's By who? By who? By Summers. Steve Summers. Yeah, he yelled at me. Smoopy. What's his name? Smoopy. What's his, what's his line? The schmooze. The schmooze. I love that guy. Who's <laughs> Schmoopy? No, remember some Seinfeld. That's <laughs> yeah. Seinfeld. You're Schmoopy. Steve Stummers. Steve Stummers. I kind of hacked him a little bit. He does the what's he, he does the internet. No, he says something like, um, he's great. He's a legend, though. He's been around for like 3,000 years. For, doing yeah, for a long time. He yelled at you? Yes, he did. Would you upcut him, too? No, I couldn't locate a piece of audio. He was throwing papers around in the studio. Nice. <laughs> papers, he sounds violent. So uh, I've seen, I've met Steve Summers. He's not big enough to throw much things heavier than papers. No, he's about 100 pounds soaking wet. Yes, yes, he is. But anyway, I digress. So TM61, uh, Sabatelli and Riddick Moss. Yeah, it, it was a good match. Uh, I was definitely uh, uh, into the story that I believe it might have been Tom Phillips told uh, he claimed or said that uh, Sabatelli, Tino Sabatelli, he showed up, you know, he's, this guy signed three NFL contracts. He showed up in a Maserati. I love that. That was good stuff, good storytelling, good backstory. No matter if it's true or not, I don't care. But you're painting a picture, and you're telling me a story, Mr. Phillips, and you did a good job because now I could kind of get into who this guy Sabatelli is. No matter if you're working or not, it's good stuff. And I really, really enjoyed that, and I liked it um, a lot. And I think they should go further with it and do vignettes with him, which I'm sure they will, pulling up in a Maserati or, you know, do that almost like wealthy guy thing where he's a big-time NFL guy and, and all this. I think he said he played for the Buccaneers for a little while. I don't know where he went to college, though. They didn't say where he went to, I don't know where. Find out where Tino Sabatelli, GTS if you get a chance, uh, played football in college. But the guy is a stud athlete, and, and I really like Riddick Moss. The only thing with Riddick Moss, he doesn't look like a Riddick Moss. I like the Moss last name. I just explained why, because the you know, the condescending Jones over here, the Viking himself, thinks I didn't know that. So uh, I like the Moss. Yeah, that's right. I don't think he's, he looks like a guy named Riddick though. I hear the name Riddick. I think of Riddick Bo, B O W E. Sabatelli went to Oregon State. I, they did say that on the air. The Beavers. Yes, the Beavers. He did. Orange and black, by the way. 
They did say that. They did say that. They did a good job on that on the commentary on this. What I also liked was the way the match was done. Because I'll tell you what, it was almost like you know 80% heels, heat. TM61 really didn't do a lot physically. And then they turned around and won the match. And I like that. Because it's kind of like a dues paying role. TM61, the announcer did a good storytelling on that. That these guys have been you know a team for a long time and... And all the stuff they did. They explained that, but they, they really did a good character development on both Moss and Sabatelli. The winners of the match were TM61, and they, they were the right guys to win. Now, my initial thing when I'm watching the match is like, God, dog it, man. I, You know, I, I would not have debuted Sabatelli and Moss in this tech. Did you just sigh on the air? No. No, no, no I think if we had the ability to rewind cap... I, I think he just sighed on the air. No, I didn't. Sigh. No, no, you sighed. Yes, I'm sitting here paying attention to you. Excuse me, sir. I'm speaking. Yesterday, you sneezed on the air. Today, you you did an upchuck. I think a Flem Jones, <laughs> right? And now you s i g h on the show. You went. I heard it, bro. I saw you. I watched your face sigh. I know a sigh face. I was a heavy breath. You know, I'm not exactly small-time Jones. You me down. I know you're a large man, but listen, you, you can't sigh into the microphone. I don't think I did that. Did this I? is why Steve Somers doesn't like you. Why don't you throw something at me like he did because... <laughs> I will was, not. He was a disaster last night. Oh, that's anyway. nice. He buries the guy on the air. I love it. <laughs> One more word and I'm hanging up on you. You're too much. Dude, that guy's a legend. How are you going to bury him? Stop. Please. Oh, God. Smokes in the building. Dude, you stop. I don't care. What's he smoking? The crack? What's he doing? He's a, no. He smokes cigarettes. He's a grown-ass man. <laughs> it's okay. They passed a law about indoor smoking. Okay, right? listen. I, look, Mr. Policeman, I don't care what they do at Hudson Street. The, the fan. It's none of my business. That is the World Heavyweight Championship. This is the Western States Heavyweight. We're trying to just do something here. Stop bringing the show down. Stop it. Stop. Stop. You just sighed. I'm allowed. It's my show. <laughs> when it's Robbie the Viking show, you can do whatever you want. We're not there yet, Rob. We're not. You're, you're really having a rough time here. This is a rough day for you. You got to stop with the bowel movements on the air. <laughs> the sighing and that's the sneezing, whatever these are called. This can't happen. Ah. This, this can't happen on the air. So anyway. I gotta go to break in a minute. I, so I, I want to just tell you, I, I like I said, I think there was loads of heat in this match for the heels, done the right way. They had me worked a little bit because I'm thinking, oh man, TM61 is doing a job, and they didn't. I like that that they didn't do the job. I like that TM61 advanced. As I said, initially I'm thinking, oh, why do you want to debut two guys like Sabatelli and Moss not only together, okay, but now debut them. In a tournament, not good. But in defense to Triple H and NXT, they have one hour, and they're trying to get talents on the air and grow guys, so it's okay. If that was Raw or SmackDown or TNA, they're not doing that. You don't debut not one but two guys that both have are going to have individual big success. You don't, you don't debut them in a tag team match in a tournament. But you know what? They have a one-hour show every week. So I respect what Triple H did, and I know why he did it. So I'm not throwing massive flags on it. I just had to bring that up. 
So uh, then, uh, you know what? Oh, yeah, Blake and Murphy. Blake and Murphy in the steakhouse match. Uh, yes, they went after each other in a match. Still undecided who gets the steakhouse. Still under fighting over the steakhouse. Blake and Murphy's uh, favorite steakhouse here in New York City, for those that don't know. And this is where Jamo- uh, Samoa. Samoa Joe attacked uh, late in the match. He attacked both men. I like this. We've seen some Samoa Joe attacks lately. Some I didn't like because I don't think it was the right time, like what we saw last week with Dan Matha. I don't think that was good, okay, because they shouldn't have did that to Dan Math on the first time out of the box. Uh, I do like it during this match with Blake and Murphy. I did. Um, I liked it a lot, and I liked that he got on the mic, and he called out Nakamura. Sure enough, here comes Nakamura. Neck brace on, takes the neck brace off. Samoa Joe sold it the right way. I thought that was awesome. And then they did a pull apart with these two guys in a fight. I liked the whole thing. I love the story. I think it's great. It all works. Um couple things I didn't like uh, on it. I, I don't like Corey Graves saying, I guess he was fed. Security uh, is trying to pull these guys apart. You can tell it's not because security. Some of these guys have wrestled on NXT. We've seen them. Guys with blonde mohawks, guys with long red hair. Come on, stop. They're not security. It's the talent. Wrestlers trying to pull them apart. The boys, NXT superstars, something. Again, I'm not blaming Corey. He was probably produced to say that. It's just whoever's produced him, you got to use your brain. Okay? It's not security. Just because you throw guys in black polo shirts and black slacks don't make them security. You, people could tell these guys are wrestlers. Especially when a guy got a blonde mohawk and he's 6'5". Stop. Seriously. Um, and the announcers, uh, the only other thing, too, I didn't like about this, the announcers were silent. Um, like, so Joe left, didn't pull apart. Nakamura was out there by himself. People cheering for him. And then the, the announcers were just dead silent. They didn't say nothing. They, there's an opportunity there to tell a story about these two. And now here comes Samoa Joe back out, attacking again. Now the announcers talk again. That's bad announcing. Very, very bad announcing. Because now you have the opportunity to tell the story while the one combatant is not out there, in Joe, the heel. Tell the story of why this happened, what's going on, the whole backstory. Tell it all. About Nakamura's injury and that he, Joe feels like he shouldn't be able, he should be stripped of the title because he, he can't defend it, yada, yada, yada. They didn't do that at the end of the thing, unless I missed something. Did you guys hear it? No, I didn't hear anything like that. We're going to break in a second. They got to do that there. Instead, they were silent. That's inexperienced announcing. Bad announcing. Unless they're told, lay out, which would be dumb to do to them. So I always give them the benefit of the doubt, any announcers, because you never know what's being told in your ear because I've been there for years. And then they started talking again when Joe came out. It's like, it just, that was a little ass backwards. All right, look, I'm going to break. Other side of break, we'll be on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. And we'll also have our special guests from Evolve Wrestling. Matt Riddle will be on the show via Skype. You don't want to miss this. We'll take a few minutes break. We'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we're back here at the Taz Show. We're going to have, uh, in a few minutes here, we're getting situated on the Skype with Matt Matt Riddle from Evolve. We'll have him on the show here in a second or two. I got to take a phone call or something from a fan, and then uh, we'll, we'll make sure we have everything rocking and rolling with uh, Matt Riddle. Seg four right here, fourth quarter Jones. And we're on the uh, Facebook Live, by the way, also, guys. So, hey, uh, Mike uh, in Jersey City, uh, you're on a Taz show. What's up, buddy? What's up, Taz? Captain, ahoy. Ahoy. Hey, uh, Robbie, what's up? Hey, what's up, Josh? What's going on, big guy? Talk to me. 
Hey, I got a Barry Robbie man. How can you put a Vikings fan on your show, man? I'm a Packer fan. I can't have that. <laughs> well, Robert, I'll let you take that, buddy. <laughs> what happened in week two, my man? What week happened in week two? Week two. Wow. There it is. Hey, man, you know what? You guys are the better team this year. You're probably taking the division. I got to admit that. They're legit. The Vikes are legit. What's up? What do you want to talk about, Mike? I want to talk about some EC dub, man. Um, you know, I'm 25. I was always a WWF, WWE guy. Yes. Uh, I could never really appreciate the easy dub. Yep. So I'm trying to get started, man, looking for where to start. Well, I think YouTube would be number one. Obviously, WWE Network, number two. I don't know if you have their network, but that, that you'll see a, a ton of ECW on there. You can find some on YouTube also, dude. Um, but uh, So uh, you can check it out on there, dude. I would do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I have the network. I'm just trying to look for like a year to just start binge-watching it. I don't know how you would do that. I mean, some people on Twitter could probably help you. Do you have a Twitter account, or do you want people to know it or not really? Uh, no, I'm lucky. I don't have a Twitter. Oh, I envy you too, sir. All right, buddy, <laughs> listen, man, you'll find it. Just look for it on YouTube or on WWE Network, all right, bro? All right, thanks, Taz. Thanks, buddy. All right, man. All right, look, so it's time for our special guests from Evolve Wrestling. As I said, they got two big events, Evolve 70 and 71, this Saturday and Sunday, one in Orlando. Second one's in Ebor City right outside of Tampa. Please welcome our special guests, Matt Riddle right here uh, from Evolve Wrestling. What's up, my man? How you doing, brother? <laughs> Bro, how you doing? Good, my man. Nice to uh, meet you here, even though we're on Skype. Uh, maybe one day we'll meet in person, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely. Uh, cool, dude. So listen, man, um, you know, you've had a lot of success, right, bro? You know, you were, you spent like six years, I believe, with UFC. Uh, you did a great job there. You had a, a very uh, you know, very successful UFC career. Uh, I believe you had an 8-3-2 year record. Like I said, six years. I know you wrestled a couple years at East, I believe you are at East Stroudsburg, right? Yeah. That's legit, yeah. legit program right there in Pennsylvania. That That's always been great wrestling at, at uh, Stroudsburg. Yeah, you know, when I was, I actually wrestled in New York State. I was a New York State champion in 2004, and uh, Angela Borzio recruited me to East Stroudsburg. It was still Division One at the time, and uh, had a great reputation, great program, and uh, had had a couple good years there. Yeah, bro. I look, a lot of, dude, a lot of people don't realize a lot of those smaller Pennsylvania programs, like Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle, obviously, you know, great wrestler, Olympic gold medalist, went to Clarion. You know, those type of schools like East Stroudsburg, Clarion, uh, Edinburgh, I believe, also had a good program, right? There's a couple of other ones, too. Like, I think Slippery Rock was not bad. Right? That that area. You know, you grew up in Allentown, which is a hotbed for pro wrestling, so you're a Pennsylvania kid. I am a Pennsylvania kid. You know, I was born in Allentown. Uh, my dad's from Northampton. You know, the concrete kids, they were, they yeah. were, they were good at wrestling, and, uh, yeah, you know. Good, man. It's, it's so, what, so, dude, you always had a, a passion, I guess, to be a pro wrestler. Obviously, with your your grappling ability, uh, being a legitimate shooter on a mat was probably, uh, you know, a, a, not a, a super easy segue into pro wrestling, but you had mat sense. So you understood the body, had to move around out there, and you're obviously rigid, tough body. But the psychology was probably a little tough for you to learn how to give up your body to someone. Because in UFC, as a grappler, you're not doing that. Yeah, you know, the the biggest difference with pro wrestling is in, in mixed martial arts, you're really working against somebody. Everything they're trying to do, you're trying to stop. You're not trying to be exciting. You're trying to, like, hide your strikes, not show anything. And you're not selling any anything. Even if you're really hurt, you don't show it because you don't want them to attack. Of you course, know? of course. Well, professional wrestling not only do you have all those elements, but then you also have to connect with the crowd. You know, there's no uh, 
it's just not the same. You know, even though it's like sport wrestling, it's still not the same as mixed martial arts where you got the instant replay and people are looking for that. You know, they're yeah, still I, I, you, know, you know, Liz, Matt, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but we have a delay on the, the gimmick, but on the Skype. But you know, Liz, Matt, I've always said this, bro, that I feel a pro wrestler is the greatest hybrid of an actor, an athlete, and a stuntman. And I feel that, uh, you know, a, a guy like yourself coming from mixed martial arts world and having the success you're having with Evolve uh, is, is testament to that. I, I couldn't agree with you more. When uh, people ask me what I do, you know, I'm a professional wrestler, but I say it's a lot more than that. It's acting, it's stunt work, you know. Yeah. I had to fight in front of a live crowd three to four times a week and it has to be good. It has to be convincing. And I had to tell a story with my body and sometimes on a microphone in front of a live audience. That's right. And sometimes, as you know, Matt, you know, as a legitimate guy, at times you could be in there as a pro wrestler working with someone and a guy potatoes you, nails you. And now you want to, you think, oh, this guy being a wise ass, you want to shoot on this guy and take him down. But, you know, that's kind of not the way you want to do business because then you get a bad rep and you know the routine. Yeah, you know, I, I've been lucky. I've only been hit a couple times, and usually the guy apologizes pretty yeah. quick. It's yeah. an accident. And, uh, and like, the one time it was an accident, you know, he did it once. I let it slide. He did it again. Then I cracked him really hard, and yeah, yeah. it was good after that. You that's know? How, well, that's – I've been – you know, I wrestled for a lot of years, right? So that's how it always was. I came up like that. You know, you, know you, you nailed me once, cool, and, and you're cool with it. You're positive. You nailed me a second time, well, now nah, i got to receipt you. You know, so I, I get what you're saying. Exactly. You know, it's just how it goes in life. Yeah, man. Now, so talk about Evolve, right? I know you guys got these these two big shows, Evolve 70 and 71, coming up this weekend in Florida. I know you got some big stuff lined up in your stuff. Uh, but I, I want to just talk to you about Evolve because I think that this style – of wrestling, I know Gabe a lot of years. You know, he was uh, a big part of the original ECW behind the scenes, and you know, I have a lot of respect for Gabe. And Gabe's actually been on my show before, and I've, I've, I support Evolve. I believe in that style of wrestling. Uh, you know, I feel years ago, I humbly say, I kind of was doing that style of map base. You know, as a catch point, right? You guys have a name for it now. That that philosophy, which I agree with. Um, and I trained in without even knowing it was called that, and we did that. And so when I see you younger guys do that, I love it. I mock Alfred. So I'm like, wow, it's so cool to see how people like watching pro wrestling with guys actually exchanging holds legitimately, and they're into it. I mean, explain that a little bit, that philosophy of catch point. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> I would actually say, you know, a lot of people think MMA was bad for professional wrestling, but for a guy like me, I think it was good. Because I think it smartened up crowds, realizing what's, you know, like what works, what doesn't work, and then like what's a good, you know, what's a good scramble, what's a good transition, you know. Yep. What's dangerous, you know? But having MMA now, crowds know knee bars are dangerous, arm bars are dangerous, all this, and then when you incorporate it into wrestling, and you have more of a, not necessarily fast pace but more of a grinding, grappling pace match, and then you add that explosion, those sparks later in the match, and then maybe finish with a grappling-based move, you know? Yes, sir. Uh, just, I, I think people really, they, they can, they really respect it, and they know that stuff works. They know if I grab you and force you face down and crank your arm off, it's like, that will break your arm. Right. They've seen people get their arms broken like that a hundred times, you know? Sure. And I could at any time. Of course. Now, let me ask, so you, your initial training, I believe, was in Jersey at the Monster Factory, correct? 
Yep, trained uh, with Danny Cage, Blue Meanie, Brian Heffron, uh, Bill Wiles. I, I know those guys. I know those guys a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a long time. Yeah. Um, look, they do a great job there at a Monster Factory for sure. That's been around a long time, my friend. I mean, I wrestled shows there years ago, bro. I'm talking about in the mid '90s, you know, and when they were doing shows there back in the day when Larry Sharp owned it. But um, yeah, so I mean, you, you, how long as far as your initial training to segue from being a, a grappler, a, you know, a, an MMA guy into pro wrestling with the Monster Factory? How long did that transition take for you? You know, it, it took it took me. It wasn't the quickest transition. It's funny because when I did MMA, I got to the UFC in like six months after training because I wrestled and did all of that. Of course, yeah. And then when I uh, started doing pro wrestling, I'm like, I had the MMA background. This and that. I think this is going to be extremely quick. You know, but pro wrestling, I don't think people really understand. It. It's one of the hardest things to pick up. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like that acting, selling. It's just. There's so many little things that go into it, and to actually be good at it is really hard, you know? Yes, sir. So, I mean, it, it took me a while, I'm not going to lie. Like, I trained at the Monster Factory for a while, and I I didn't really understand selling. I was selling, you know how, like, people sell when they first start? Like, if you hit them somewhere, they just hold that spot and walk around. I did that for 20 years, <laughs> that style. I was horrible. I was not a good seller. I sucked. Honestly. <laughs> I, I'm just, yeah, I'm just so not used to selling an yeah. actual pot. I was so used to just, like, smiling back at somebody and eating it and being like, let's go. Right, right. I had to, like, reteach myself how to sell like I wanted to sell, you know. And eventually I got it. And, uh, and then just connecting with people and everything else. There's just so many things I learned at the Monster Factory. And then when I got more work with Gabe and he allowed me to work in front of different crowds, bigger crowds and smart crowds that you can actually connect with and really build that connection and build that confidence with, you know? Yeah, you know, the key is, if I could give you any little advice, just as an old-timer here, and obviously I'm sure you've done this too, anybody who's a veteran to you in wrestling, and I'm sure you've done this, dude, listen to them. You know, they're, they're, the good guys are going to give you advice. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I that's the that's probably the greatest thing I've had, you know, access to being, you know, in the situation I'm in. You know, going from your first year of wrestling and being able to work with Evolve and taking road trips with Drew Gulak and Chris Hero and just et cetera, and then getting to share the ring with like guys like Roderick Strong and I'm wrestling Cody Rhodes in like a week or two and then wrestling this weekend, you know, and working with Drew Gulak. I just get to work with so many great people, and I get to talk to these people all the time. And I don't even think they realize I'm picking their brain. Oh no, they know. No, 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 they know. They know because they want that, and they're helping you because they know you. They know you have passion. You know, you could tell when someone's young and has passion. Young in the business, I mean. I'm not calling you like a young yeah. kid. You know what I mean? Like even as great as a. a a wrestler in school you are or as a UFC guy as you know there's you got to be humble right and you seem like a real humble good person but yet you know you could snap in a second which is key but listen to those those not old timers those guys are a little bit older than you and like you said bro in the car is when you really learn bro on those trips you know it, it really is the car the hotel you just tell them stories late night and just and that's where you you know you really get and you can pick it there's so many elements of pro wrestling people don't realize from merchandise, from politics, from just wrestling and holds, from styles. And there's just so many things you can talk about all night. 
and really get a good, you know, good knowledge of things. Absolutely. So now, and that's good. That's good to hear. That's cool to hear because I think your future is insanely bright, and you know, and 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 I think Evolve's future is big and bright. And I know, like I said, this weekend down in Florida, you guys are heading down there. You got a big one, and you are going to face Drew Gallery's mystery opponent. Right, so now you're, that's in Orlando, and that is on Saturday night. So now, and you're on the, I believe you're on the second show too, right? Nebo City, right? You're on that one too. Yes, you are. So, um, like for you, would evolve with the schedule. It's probably good enough schedule that you can still train the way you normally train and eat right, because you're obviously in great shape. Your physique's awesome. Talk a little bit about that with the benefits of working for a company like Evolve. Well, you know, the benefits of working for a company for like Evolve is just. I can do whatever I want, you know? Gabe has, you know, he lets me be as creative as I want, and he lets me be me, which is amazing. And he's used me the, you know, when we started talking, you know, he said he was going to use me the right way, and every he's done everything perfectly so far. And the other best part is I get to work for, like, all these other big indie companies and work in front of different crowds. Like, I was in California this past weekend. This weekend I'll be in Florida. You know, I'll be in the U.K. later this year. And I'm working every weekend all the time in front of different crowds. And then I get to work for Evolve where Gabe helps me out all the time, and I get to work with the best talent in the world. Yeah, no, you're fortunate. And you know what it is, bro? As you know... All that, all that road work you're doing and working for all these different promotions besides Evolve, that just gets you to become a better performer. You don't need to be a better wrestler. You already got that down. But a performer, you know, just the timing. It's different, as you know, training in a dojo than, than working and wrestling for the people. It's extremely different. That was probably, like, the hardest thing. Like, I can spar, I can fight, you know, in front of no people. That's fine. But to do a professional wrestling match in front of, like, no people or a couple guys at the gym, for me, it, it's extremely hard to do. <laughs> yeah, I know, but, like, I know. Yeah. Out there, you can feel it. Even if it's only, like, 15, 20 people, you can feel it. You can connect with it. You can get them going. But it, it's, you know, and even the bigger crowd's even better, you know. But, uh yeah, you know, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, man, it seems like you're having fun. I've watched your work. I'm a fan of your work, um, and and you do it. You know, you're doing great stuff, dude. And I, I really think that um, your future is super bright. And you know, like I was saying, I, I was looking at it now on the next day in Tampa on Sunday, well, Ebor City. So you're working against Chris, in a bonus main event against Chris Hero. That's pretty badass, right there. Yeah, it's it's gonna be really good. When we wrestled the first time, I believe in Brooklyn. It was really good. It was the first time it worked. I think I was like four or five months into, you know, wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the match was fire, you know. We went hard. I ended up finishing with an armbar. At that point, I was still just trying to figure out what moveset I wanted or if I wasn't going to have a moveset and just do something random every time. So, you know, it was just – it was a lot of fun. And Chris – like, Chris is one of those guys I've wrestled with them. We've only wrestled once. But I've been on, like, so many shows with him, and we talk every single time we, you know, brush shoulders. And he's one of those guys that's really helped me out on the down low, for sure. Well, that's great, Matt. Seriously, man. And uh, I do look forward to meeting you one day. I appreciate you coming on the show. I, I hope you have continued success. And if people want to follow you on Twitter, they can follow you at, at Riddle. Tough T U F seven at Riddle Tough Seven and uh, dude man uh, I'm telling you I love your energy I love your your aura and and the way you work and your style dude I'm, I'm a fan so keep kicking ass brother 
Thanks, bro. And you know what, Tess? I want to say something to you. Okay. I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of yours. You know, I would have to say you're up, you're probably like in my top five. Ooh, nice. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you are the human suplex machine, you got the Taz mission. Yeah. I remember watching you back in ECW back in the day. You know, I'm from Pennsylvania, so, you know, that's what we did. Yeah. I remember being at my grandparents' house watching on the cable box, you know, <laughs> that random channel. So yeah, that's what I was saying. So thank you, you know, thanks. Hey, yeah, listen, dude, I'm flat. I'm very flattered to hear that from you, and thank you for the compliment, and 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 I appreciate you saying that, dude, and I mean that. Uh, I I really do look forward to meeting you and a couple of other cats there in Evolve, and I'm a fan of Gabe and Evolve and what you guys do, and and uh, Matt, I think uh, you got a huge upside and a big future ahead of you, my man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. All right, brother. Thanks again, man. Come on again. We'll get you back on again down the road. All right. Anytime, bro. Thanks for having me, dude. All right, we'll see. That's Matt Riddle right there, baby. Matt Riddle doing it big. He'll be at Evolve uh, down in Florida this Saturday and Sunday kicking ass. So, good guy. You could tell. Uh, you know, just it's, it's nice to see guys that come from, you know, uh, uh, obviously in a, le- a legitimate wrestling background. And then as a UFC fighter and all the success he's had in UFC, six years there. And, and, and everything, an ultimate fighter, all the stuff he's done, and to be humble, come into the pro wrestling business to learn it, that's a, that's a tough thing to do, that you're letting your guard down and you're going to try something new after having success elsewhere. You know, that, that right there, so I think a guy like Matt deserves a lot of credit. And support him on Twitter. Go check him out, like I said, at RiddleTuff7, at RiddleTuff7, that's T-U-F-7. And uh, if you're down here in Florida, go check out Evolve for sure. And uh, we told you guys how to buy tickets down there, you can do that. So uh, let me give out that phone number one more time. Give me a second. Yeah, 267-238-6583. You might want to give that out one more time. Why? why? <laughs> I think you gave out the wrong number. <laughs> because I was looking at the lower third of the which. <laughs> Take two. 267-638-6583. There you go. Dude, I, I don't sell used cars here. God, this show flew by. This is, like, unbelievable. I... I we got people on Facebook Live. I haven't given any love to them yet. I got my man here, Mike from Strong Island. You're on the Taz Show. What's up? Hey, Taz. What's going on, man? How are you, big guy? Pretty good. First time, long time. Oh, there it is. And the nuts. Yeah, man. What's going on, buddy? Uh, not much, man. I, I had to ask you. I can't be the only one that thinks this rumor of uh, Lesnar and Shane at WrestleMania is ridiculous. I, I, I don't think it's ridiculous because we saw little tidbits of it. Right, we, I, I, you know, I don't think it's totally ridiculous. I don't. Um, remember, oh, I'm trying to remember what the heck happened when this was. When Stephanie said something to Shane, when the brand split, and Shane, there was a definitely like they alluded to Shane versus Lesnar. I, I don't think you're too far off, seriously. No, I mean they they made the story. They kind of set the groundwork. But would you believe Shane McMahon fighting Brock Lesnar as a believability that, fight? No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. I wouldn't, but. In the realm of entertainment, I can because of Shane's character. Because Shane at McMahon is a wrestler, and he's not a bona fide wrestler, but he's done enough crazy, high-risk, dangerous things and things in the ring, and he's been trained. But, you know, he's not humped the road as a professional wrestler, but he knows enough to get him through it, and his character would take an ass-kicking extraordinaire by a Brock Lesnar and fight from underneath, as we would call it, and I could see fans getting behind Shane because he sells very well, and he's believable. So that part, I think, would work from an entertaining perspective. 
And do I think it would sell tickets? I do. I do think it would sell oh, tickets. Yeah. yeah, I do. I absolutely do. You know what I mean? Uh, but I appreciate you calling, Mike. Thank you very much, buddy. Uh, we got only a couple minutes left of the show here. The show's flying by. I'm going to try and say hello to some of the jobbers and uh, at Nub City here on the Facebook uh, Live. Soon there's going to be no more Facebook Live. You know that, right? I don't it's mean all like over. It, I don't all mean over. like in life. I don't mean like it's gone in life. But we're gonna have the new gimmick. Look at Robbie, bro. He looks like he's in a full seat. The Viking, <laughs> slamming bods and beyond. Looks like he's half seat, bro. We're just kicking in. I, I'm, I'm ready for hour three. Are you kidding me? You get you, you gotta have energy here. I'm ready to go. Oh, you seem it. <clears throat> again, clearing my throat. Yes. Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. You're not gonna be on the show ever again anyway. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I, I just, you know what? I'm, let me be nice. I, I like you, Rob. I do. I like. <laughs> I do. I like. It. Don't laugh. Stop laughing. Stop it. So, <laughs> all right, let me look at the Facebook guys before I wrap this show up. Is it even working? Are we even on there? We're on there. Too many crickets. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I might have to run a minute. A minute late here. The internet's here. It's working like crap. I need a break. I need a vac. I need a day off. When's the last time I had a day off? In forever. Monday. Um. Oh, here we go. Hey, uh, Craig Ferrant said, uh, hey, Poppy Don Jones. Yeah, here we go. Uh, who else we got on the Facebook? Uh, we got uh, Sleepy Jones, Randy Schreiner. He's talking about you, uh, uh, Robbie. He called you Sleepy Jones. Yeah. Uh, who we got there? Uh, I don't know what this is. Who we got? Oh, uh, Nub Nubby Jones, Jordan Lloyd. Yeah, that was a good nub. <laughs> well said. Just putting out a simple N-U-B covers it. Yeah, you don't need Nubby. Nub. Eric Prast said, Taz, you rock. Yes, I do. Absolutely. Anyway, it's a fun show. You know what I mean? I thought it was pretty good. Kind of feel a little bit like down right now. The show's over. I don't know why. It was better than Fair to Midland, you're saying. It was. Right? I mean, Matt Riddle was a great guest. I was, it was great having him on. Tomorrow we have another guest, the Vampiro. Yes, the Vampiro will be on the show tomorrow. Yep. Looking forward to that from Lucha Underground, the... Esteemed color commentator from Lucha Ground. And a lot of you guys know Vampiro from a success. There's the video, the graphic for those. The video, Brian's the man. There's the graphic right there, Vampiro from Lucha Underground. But you guys, a lot of cats remember him, Vampiro from uh, WCW. Crazy gimmick, you know, with the face paint gimmick, Schneebits and all that. He was great. So, uh, you know, we'll have uh, Vampiro on tomorrow. I guess it's via Skype, right? Was it Skype or is it a phone call? Uh, I don't know. I think Handsome Johnny and... Uh, and myself exchanging emails, and he was telling me, I think it's going to be Skype now. I believe so. It's, it's going to be a Game Time Tune decision. in tomorrow to find it's out. It's going to be Game Time City Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be Game Time City Jones. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll see that. Yeah, we'll definitely see that. Uh, Atronte Brua said, Taz to evolve? Oh, I don't know. You got the... Yeah, I, what am I going to do that? I can't wrestle. I'm a broken down old man. You kidding me? I, I, got, I got tissues in my kneecaps. I, I can't even walk. I got my ankles. I got, like, plastic screws in them. You kidding me? Look at Lucas Joval. Your show is always awesome. Yes. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. What do you mean, no? That's very nice of you. This is awesome. This is awesome. All right, look, that's it. That's a wrap, guys. I'm done. I got nothing else. All right, so that's it. So I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Two hours down. Okay, I talked a lot about a lot of different stuff. I gave you a little NXT stuff. Have my friend Matt Riddle on from Evolve. Make sure you guys check out Evolve, this, that, this uh, gimmick this weekend. Orlando on Saturday, Tampa area, Ebor City on uh, on f- Sunday. You go do that. I'd had the, the Viking, Robbie the Viking on, had the captain. I'm Taz. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yeah, yeah.
was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends now my circle is getting smaller all these people acting fake man and to be honest I don't even have a top 10 me against the world I've been doing what I really love haters been hiding behind the screen man they movie cuts and when I'm back at home it never feels the same cause we've been doing our own thing trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades we ordered the kids meal play ball that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at to go and pour another drink just to get away we gotta live it up carolina here to stay i'm hoping i won't let you go Since I was shooting hoops, no issues, you know what I've been going through. And it's for the team, no, I go for my dreams. I've been on tours and